0: leads Then hear this, all ye people.
1: Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men?
0: And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return.
1: Hey guys, where do you eat after you're done having sex? I know for me, it's Denny's Family Restaurant. We're known for the Grand Slam, but now we want to be known for the home run because you just had sex, and you need to replenish all those proteins and fluids that you just lost doing the wild thing. Come on down and wink at our server, and she'll know. You just sealed the deal, and now you're ready to eat your meal. Oh, Denny's, you... have done it again oh 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 danny's
0: all right welcome to this week's episode of profession confession it's me tevin Pittman, and first things first we just want to apologize to you guys for the delayed in the extra episodes we uh have missed the last couple of weeks just because we've been moving into our new studio we're finally in we are 90% of the way in, and it's good enough right now, so we are bringing you guys episodes live from the Channel 6 studio located over in Northeast Minneapolis. We have a big shout-out to Damien and Kevin who have been helping us around the clock with video episodes and with editing and building the space and getting the equipment that we need in. Really, honestly, couldn't do this without them giving us the support and the backing, so we're forever grateful to them. We, uh, If you guys haven't picked up on the news, we – we're City Pages' best comedy podcast here in the Twin Cities, and which is kind of a big deal. It was really cool. We got to go to the to the celebration party, if you will, with all the other best of winners. That was really cool. Got to try some great food and really, I guess, live that celebrity celebrity life. Gabe's been dreaming all about all these years. So it's obviously we could not do it without you guys, the listeners. It was uh, it was a surprise to us, but it's nice to know that the hard work pays off and. Again, you guys are the ones that make this possible because we couldn't do this without you guys sharing and downloading and subscribing every week. Now, this episode, we'll just say, is a sensitive one. We uh, Obviously, if you couldn't tell by the name of the photographer of dead babies, dead baby photographer. This lady takes pictures of dead babies, and... It sounds very dark. Well, because it is very dark. We make a lot of a lot of jokes that are, <laughs> we make a lot of jokes that shouldn't be made. I'll admit that, and uh, but it's all in good fun. Obviously, we're not taking we're not making fun of or taking light the the tragedy that is mothers having babies with deformities that don't make it past childbirth. Um, babies that are incompatible with life. We know that's a very serious topic. The, uh, the lady that we had on for the episode, she obviously knows it's a very serious topic as well. But as our, as do most of our guests, and if not all of our guests that deal with life and death situations, they all have a very dark sense of humor because how can you possibly imagine walking around Earth seeing all the gruesome stuff that they see without having some sort of release And comedy, for a lot of people, is that release. And that is what drives the jokes. That is what drives the the substance of this show. So if you guys, obviously, if you guys are new to the show, and this is the first episode you're listening to, that's what's behind it. If you guys have been here since episode one, you know how it works. You guys have lived through some controversial jokes in the past. So, without further ado, let's get into this episode of The Dead Baby Photographer, Now, I know what you're saying. Tevin, does she walk around the street looking for dead babies? No, 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 no. These are all situations where the mothers know they're having a complicated pregnancy. The baby's not going to make it. They call up a photographer, such as the one we have on the show. She shows up, takes pictures. Um, They'll dress the child. A lot of times the families will hold the child. So that way the family has a memento of the short time that they had with their son or daughter. So it really is a good story, and there needs to be more people like her doing good things for people that are going through tragedies and being kind of a beacon of light around the world. So we definitely shout out and appreciate what she does. Without further ado, please enjoy The Dead Baby Photographer.
1: Welcome to Profession Confession. I'm your host, Gabe Noah. We are broadcasting from the Gus Lynch Memorial Podcast Studio at Studio 6 and uh, thanks for joining us this week's episode where our co-host B is running late so I'm not sure if she's going to make it but we have uh, one that's very uh, very dark one if you're I guess I should probably give this the appropriate gravity but uh, it's a super dark subject and it's kind of perfect for our show I don't know why I was starting having this much fun with it but uh, (laughs) our guest is Linda Ann, Linda Ann is, uh, is a photographer for dead babies, not for them, of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you even get into that? How so that it's
2: a volunteer organization. You definitely don't get paid for it. Yeah. And uh, basically if a kid's not going to leave the hospital, we go and photograph them. So it would be anyone who is stillborn to they had an illness and they died without ever leaving the hospital, then we go and make photographs for the family.
1: Is it typically, you know, is it almost always uh, at the end of the birth process? Or Are you saying like, is it a four-month-old? Yeah, if it's a if it's
2: a four-month-old that was born with anomalies, like uh, usually it's diagnosis incompatible with life, is what they use. Yeah, they say so. uh,
1: We heard that on episode three for the first time.
0: Episode. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
2: So if you have a diagnosis that's incompatible with life and the child's not going to be able to leave to have portraits done, yeah. then we'll come in and photograph them. So I have done babies coming off life support up to I think eighteen months is the oldest kid I photographed who had an an external artificial heart actually.
1: An uh, external
2: artificial heart. I'd never seen that before.
1: Yeah, so it's
2: called a Berlin heart.
1: So and you photographed it? Yeah. Like you saw it outside yeah. his body. Yeah. Sh- sh-
2: and then sh- they were extubating that kid because he had been on that machine for a long time and he had necrotic. So, his uh, his fingers were dying and his toes were dying and he wasn't gonna make it. So they uh, I decided to extubate him. So yeah.
0: Yeah. They, uh, they call us decided down in the hospital. To, to what? To extubate,
2: extubate it to take out the tubes, which okay. means essentially you're, yeah, kid, right? You're Yeah. They're yeah. Gonna
0: be pulling out. the life support.
1: Type Exa- of thing. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Well. Decided
2: to. There goes story.
1: the fun part of uh, there you go day. yeah Within no, five that, minutes. that that really is it's um, I'll tell you an experience I had with uh, with that is I had a close friend or a childhood friend who lost a child um, very early on like three weeks or something and truly I mean even though it's truly one of the most deeply sad and pointless like like you go to the funeral and the minister's trying to put, like, a, you know, kind of of a beautiful spin spin on it or something. And it's just like, no, this is just pointless pain and suffering. It sucks. And I I never, but even then, I never grasped it until you have a child. And just even, uh, I remember being young and saying glib things about, like, oh, well, you know, they they don't even know the person yet. Uh, You know, or or whatever. You just have these thoughts kind of. I'm not saying it was really, but fuck when you go through the process and you know how much the couple is invested from the minute someone gets pregnant and it's just, it is beyond devastating. Yeah, you know?
2: totally, because it's a dream. It's a yeah. dream you had.
1: So how are you able to put yourself in that situation and when you got, a- I mean, so you got asked to do it?
2: So I uh, have a, a uh, weird personality, I guess, or when mm-hmm. I have a camera in front of me, it separates me from what's actually happening. So I have a really good idea As I went to, school for photography and was trained really to be really logical and do your job and just get it done. So when Mm -hmm. the camera's there, I'm just thinking about light and dark and f-stops and whatever and doing the best that you can. And then you don't really process it till you leave.
1: So. What's the environment that, like, you know, how does that process unfold, and what do you walk into, all that?
2: All kinds of different stuff. Mm-hmm. So people can be in. I've actually w- been there when they're pushing the baby out, knowing the baby was going to die. So I've been there, like pushing
1: the baby out uh-huh. of the woman's body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's where the. I, no, I, like, like, I don't know pushing out on a. Oh, that's a good point. Like that. Okay, that's yeah, a really I good point. Know. Good point. No, I've been there for the birth. Like, so mm-hmm. I've actually been there when children are born because they know the kid's about to be born and then it's going to die shortly after or during birth. So they'll have you come so you're
1: for the birth. So you're there with the mom Yeah, there, the mom, the, the dad, where? the
2: nurses, the doctor. Usually there's Wh- – it depends. What's the need so. for
1: you to be there at that point?
2: Well, they – the parents were hoping that, there, that the baby – I'm trying to think – one of them, they were hoping the baby would be born alive. It had uh, trisomy 18, which mm-hmm. means usually they only live a short time. And so if the baby was born alive, then they would have some pictures of the baby alive. But that baby was not born alive. So um, anyway, it's, so and, and it was I, the hope.
1: Uh, right. And it's like it's there's certainly no judgment on their, how you deal with that because who, who the fuck knows how you deal with that. but. It, even that is is dark to think that, oh, we just want a picture of... of. So that's the darkest part yeah. of the whole
2: thing for me is you hear parents say, so if someone loses a child, it like seven or eight or whatever, mm-hmm. they knew that child. They had a personality. They mm-hmm. had years with them. They put them to bed. They read them stories. They had memories. And with babies that die, you don't have anything. Like I had one mom tell me I never even saw her eyes. Like never saw her open her eyes. Yeah. And there's, so you feel this loss differently because it's like all the things you didn't get, you know, yeah, you didn't get to give them a the bath. Hope or, yeah, it's all Yeah, you you never... did, I mean, little things. You didn't change a diaper. You didn't mm-hmm. do any of those things you think you're going to get to do when you have a baby. So part of the, Taking photos is trying to give them anything to hold on to, mm-hmm. because you literally have moments and you have nothing for the rest of your life. Yeah, but this emptiness of this dream that you didn't have come true. So
1: right, yeah, it's a uh, oh, what an awful thing too. I, I don't know. It's well, it is awful. But the
2: but the thing that is interesting about it, it is sure how comes a good spin no how healing it can be yeah because a lot of times when you're in grief you're in a whole different brain space mm-hmm. and you're not time and time is different for you and you're not processing things and get having photographs grounds you in what really happened yeah so that if you have another child you can say oh they had the same nose or the same chin or if, you know, you have some time span of memory. Yeah. And that, that helps. What's
1: apparently. the, um, so if there's a, so this is an organization that mm-hmm. does it. So uh, can we say the name of it or not?
2: We're not supposed to talk about it. Okay. No, okay. There's not That's a lot fine. of national organizations that do it. So it'd be right. easy to, if you were yeah. in this space, you probably could figure it out. I
1: gotcha. Is, um, was it pitched to you that way that you're doing a good thing? You know what I now, mean? What was it pitched to me that is that own? we
2: were short on people who could do it. That's always the deal. People mm-hmm. burn out. Yeah, very fast because it's depressing as hell. Yeah, no. And when I uh, was doing it, I was single and had no pets. So you go home to an empty apartment after you just like held a dead baby. It's uh, tough. Yeah, it's tough. And so and 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 the metro area that I'm from, we have about one to two a day. We have Mm -hmm. one to two babies a day. So that's a lot of babies to do. How
1: how many have you photographed? Uh,
2: I think. I, last time I counted I think it was 60 oh
1: my god 60
2: a or something like that a lot
1: that's a lot of
0: dead a babies. lot of
2: them um, and it's in this and the Holy. range is so different of the story because it's as individual as the couple or sometimes I've had teenagers I've had grown couples that was their fifth kid. I've had people who had in vitro and got all the way to the end and lost the baby, which sucks so hard because they'd already spent $150,000 oh. $150, to have this baby and then it died at the hospital during birth. The money
1: like, does make it do you, worse Yeah, do you, get, you get, well, do you get Well, no, it's not in way. God, no. <laughs> yeah. But there's something about to, that that you have think like,
2: we're at the finish line. That's the part that sucks so bad. Like I went to one shoot and the, the grandparents were wearing t-shirts. That had, you know, grandpa and grandma on it with the kid's name on it. They already. They the kid, yeah, it was out. like it was. No. Oh, okay. It was no. supposed to be. <laughs> it, okay. <laughs> no, it was, they, they weren't expecting that to happen. Right. But it was. The thing is oh, that everybody. Oh, my God. That's devastating. Yeah. So, that's what, oh. so it was a really tough night. And I, later on, my mom said after that one, she was, why are you doing this? Because it really broke me, that yeah. that one. And she said, why are you doing it? I'm like, because they had T-shirts with the kid's name on it. Like they were going to meet this kid. Like mm-hmm. this is a the kid. They and then it died. Like how do you not?
1: How many do of them that? have you walked in to? I don't know. Yes. You know, to because so you saw the grandparents. Yeah. You saw, it seems like you could do your job without that part of it.
2: Oh, like without seeing. Without extra being people? in the
1: room. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Is is that important to you in some way?
2: Oh, to see that. Well, they usually want there. pictures with the kid. Whoever's okay. there from the family usually wants to hold the baby. Wow. And have a I, picture.
0: So they're holding, like, posing. Do you, like, say cheese? No, no? you don't do that. No,
2: actually, I talk very – I talk (laughs) normally in life a lot, but when I'm photographing, I talk almost with the least amount of words possible and the most calming, (laughs) quiet voice you've ever – and mostly I just move people. I just say, I'm going to touch you, and I just move them and move their arm and their hand. I try not to say anything.
1: What is the – like – do any stand out to you in terms of the devastation you oh, see yeah. on the parents yeah. or the the family? Like, yeah. were any harder to be around than others that you can yeah. think of?
2: Yeah, there are lots of them. There's the um, there's there's one. Well, one for me that was really tough was the baby was in two parts. The doctor had torn the baby, pulling it out of the mom. Oh my! And then they were God. like, "Can you put it together in Photoshop?" And I was like
1: oh my god <laughs> I just
2: didn't even know what to say I was like say what the fuck's the matter with you <laughs> I just looked at her like oh well so they, the doctor no had I do that he, he ripped <laughs> oh, a leg not. off the baby the baby was missing a leg was and it, it, was it wasn't like,
0: alive when the leg ripped off was I don't it? are you fucking no, kidding I don't me with that think question so. you,
2: you, I don't do you never I don't
0: know? think that
2: killed it but the ba- they basically gave me the baby and a leg.
0: Yeah, it was
1: perfectly healthy, and he fucking ripped <laughs> right. his leg like, off.
2: I didn't even know you could do that to a baby. The one right. that, oh, the one that really... You this, can't. This you one this well, really bothered me, too, is that... Have you ever heard of a uterine abruption, which I had never heard of before?
1: What? Urine?
2: Uterine. A uterine abruption?
0: No. So then you no, have a C-section,
2: really. and they sew your uterus back together, and you get pregnant again before oh. your uterus heals... And this lady's uterus opened up when she was eight months pregnant and the baby just fell yes. into her abdomen.
1: Here's Jenny.
2: Yeah. And then died before they could get the baby out in time. So that baby was perfect. There was nothing wrong with that kid. Should have lived. That was hard. That was a really tough one. Because the baby, the, it was it, it was nice because the baby was perfect. A lot of times these babies are ill. I'm
1: going to sound like a fucking idiot here maybe. But yeah. you're saying that it was and it fell out of the uterus, yeah. and the what it hit the floor?
2: No, just in her <laughs> abdomen. So in, in her skin, between her skin, between her uterus. Mm-hmm. So like, like if you could see and suffocated. Yes, inside the fuck. Mother. And she this couldn't do world. she couldn't do anything to get the baby out because the baby was inside her skin. Right. Until she, and by the time she got to the hospital, oh my
1: god, that was pretty fuck bad. This world. Sorry. I just hate it here. <laughs>
2: it is really bad. That, I didn't know that could happen to a person. So it was the bad part is I did this for years like 8 years before I had a child. So when I was pregnant, I knew all I know all the things. It's like mm-hmm. being a medical professional because you know all the things that could you happen. You know everything
1: to be afraid of. Yeah, yeah. so I, there's
2: things I didn't even know could happen to you that I saw that were what terrible. What else like that? So that one was bad. The uh, the cord accidents happen all the time. The
1: wrapped around, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That
2: happens a lot, and that's terrible. Or kid ties their own cord a knot, and at some point. kid
1: ties their own cord? Well, it
2: happens. To, yeah, it happens in utero. They're doing somersaults and inadvertently will tie the cord, and then when they're born, it pulls it, and they just die. Who knew? Now you can't do anything about that. You Maybe know, all you news. do is just when you're pregnant, going, don't move around so much. Like, I was
0: saying, is there like. Not that this is probably just an extra step, but is there like any like scans that doctors can do? Like, oh, is there any like cord wrapped around? Like, as the you know, they probably can. Out?
2: I wonder if they just don't tell you because you can't do anything about it. No, I, I think if I,
0: you knew, like, hey, this, we have to hurry up and when it's they they have out, to, I out, think they, they know might they be, be able to, to know that they have to do a yeah. C section. Maybe yeah.
2: doctors are really no, but that's the thing too. Nobody wants to talk about infant death in America because you just feel like you should be able to fix everything.
1: I think what they do so. is uh, if the cord is wrapped around they do a the neck, no, they have the mom. Do, like, a hula hoop in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a little little bad. it's a little in that way. It's a standard deal. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to do. But so that was bad. The other one can't.
2: that really, uh, people with, kids with anencephaly is really terrible, where they're born without the skull. Yeah. That's
1: Oh, bad. my God. Born without a skull? Mm-hmm. I thought that was water in the brain.
2: No, that's hypocephalus, but that's, it's, I've seen that too, where they have water and then their head's huge. Uh-huh. But this is when they're actually missing the bone and you can see their brain.
1: Hold on. So it's missing...
2: The top of the skull so is there skin
1: still, so it's like bagged in. There's
2: different versions of it, and it's uh, very—you uh, so can actually see the brain. It's really uncomfortable. They don't live very long. And they have really bulgy eyes sometimes. Have you seen this was a birth defect? You can. Oh, I, I know dated know. a
1: girl who had really bulgy <laughs> eyes because well, she had, had just this... seen my dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't know. that's sad. Um, <laughs> and then the other Graves one is, disease.
2: Yeah, I haven't. I don't have any That's the, with that. yeah, okay. no, the bulgy eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is when babies die in utero and they've been dead for a while. That's really hard too, because they're you start to decompose. Then you have to try and make that look as good as possible, which is really tough. And then your your skull actually the your skull plates will shift and collapse. Mm-hmm. And so I held a baby once where I was moving their Why head are you and their well because you have to hold it to pose it.
1: You have to hold it. Yeah,
2: you can't just it just lays there like this. You got to like make it look like it's. Huh. Anyway, so oh. its skull collapsed on itself. So I was like, and then I was like, <sighs> like that was the one where I was just like, oh, I, oh God, it just touched, you know, it that just was collapsed funny. in on itself. Yeah, so it, just, you the, saw the it just like his little head went like, and then that was, I was just like, it was really.
1: She, she's doing like a closing of the hand, hand or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was a
2: little tiny baby. And then I've, and then I've, I've had some babies, it's hard not to have some judgments about the family sometimes. Yeah. Usually I don't because they're in the worst day of their whole life. Yeah, like, well, really. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. It's the, hopefully, it's the worst day they ever have. But uh, I've had families that uh, don't want to see the kid at all, and but want photos of it. Like they don't want to see the kid. I can
1: fucking relate to that. I but bet no you can. photos. You're cold like that. But no, yeah, that's no. not Cold. That's <laughs> but, like no, uh, protecting your weak heart. Yeah, they, they I guess know what so. I mean? But
2: like, so I've I've cuddled babies in broom closets before because I feel like God, no one ever held you. Like you were born and put in a in a thing, and then they cart you off to, to go to. Are the Are you
1: alone with 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 the kids? Often, yeah. Really?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Isn't that weird in a way? Almost? Well, they're
2: dead, so they can't tell anyone if they touch them. And they, like, what are you? I mean, you know what I mean. Like, there's right. nothing I can do to them that has already happened. I mean, it's just—it so. is
1: interesting because if it were alive, that wouldn't happen. No, never. And it is. Sometimes
2: a nurse will be there to help you with. Seat uh-huh. b- sometimes children bleed a lot when they are passed away, so they'll help you with that. But most times, they give you rubber gloves and some chucks and say, "Knock right. yourself out," and then you got to figure it out.
1: Where do they? Um, um, what do we take Bleed the from? Their nose and, and, the and ears and, and any okay. place that you have any An orifices. Opening, and yeah.
2: Yeah. sometimes if they have skin tears, they'll bleed from there. Huh. So
1: or if the doctor rips their leg,
2: leg off. off, that yeah. was just troubling. And I was teaching, so I actually trained other photographers. I'd love and I was to know why
0: that. How, yeah, I'm like how does a doctor rip his leg off? Like was it stuck and he just pulled? And was the I got dead the impression.
2: <laughs> I got the impression that there was going to be a lawsuit about it. Okay. I got the impression. Well, I've only seen that one time, and everybody was, like, horrified.
1: One out of 60 is pretty (laughs) high ratio. (laughs) But
2: remember, I only get bad news. That's the other part that's hard, is every time I go to the hospital, it's bad.
1: And and And, I definitely want to get to the toll on you, but I'm just, I'm I'm sort of blown away by the still, like, the details of what happens here. So I guess that's why I want to, whatever.
2: And we do it in black and white. So all the pictures are in black and white. So you don't have to worry about color, which is really good. You know, like lighting
1: yeah. is probably not that hard to. Just...
2: Well, it's because. What if the
1: parents want color? We
2: don't give it. We, they can take their own pictures with their phones and stuff in color, but it's so jarring, and it takes so much retouching to fix color that we only offer black and white.
1: Is there someone in t- in in any major city who do you think does this for profit?
2: I think that I've heard it says baby photographers that are normally in the hospital will sometimes do babies that passed away and then want to charge you money for them, which is bananas. Uh, so that's pretty, pretty frowned upon, though.
1: And, you know, why does this organization exist? It's clearly a nice thing and all that stuff, but I wouldn't even think that that would be so important you well know, so my to grandmother
2: before. had a stillborn child uh-huh. right before, after my mother and before my uncle yeah and she had a nervous breakdown because it was right. never discussed I would not she knows yeah. why right but yeah. when she came back without a baby my mom apparently told her got pissed and wouldn't speak to her because she promised me a baby and you come on with a baby and, and then it was I don't know the 50s or something so they put on a ton of drugs and she just had a huge nervous breakdown and and so it's part people now feel like that's a part of the healing because in America it's really weird how we just compartment realize death and then we're done with it because in other countries if someone dies you lay them out in the living room and people come by for two days and pay their respects and you yeah. clean the body and you bear and here we ship it off to strangers and we don't want to talk about it or see it and so it's just oh. very strange so you carried this baby this whole time and now you just just give him up i went to yeah. the funeral of a lady i've gotten close to a lot of the parents that's what i was going to ask that. you like how do oh, yeah. you
1: not how, or how do you know
2: it's a weird relationship. So a lot of them are friends with me on Facebook. And then, mm-hmm. you know, years later, they'll be like, oh, how are you doing? And and, and, then the, and the good thing for me has been seeing some of them have children since then. Because, mm-hmm. like, one family that I really loved, and I was there when their daughter was born, um, it was they were uh, married under a year. And they were really young. They got married right out of high school. And it was their first baby. And she died. And I'm like, oh, these guys are going to have a hell of a time. you know? Yeah. And they've had three kids since then
1: yeah I mean, so. you hear that all the time that people divorce when they lose, oh yeah lose a I can child, see why. And I get it I mean um yeah I, whatever, yeah. I get it you life's, know, I would say that with my wife that. here, yeah, exactly yeah. that's who would want to be reminded essentially of it in a sense like I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, well,
2: that may be the difference between anything. men and women right because you're like, who wants to be reminded like you'd want to forget. And move on, right? And I know you'd and never women, forget. I think women and I, sometimes wallow in my misery. Sometimes, Oh, yeah, for sure. For and then they longer. make you wallow in misery with <laughs> them, too. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that that is. So of all this death, I mean, what was your first one?
2: Oh, God. The first one I actually think I got called into because the nurse wanted it and the family didn't really want it, is my impression. And the baby was very early. It was a a stillborn baby but they were only like 20 is right at the point where they could be viable but they weren't mm-hmm. this is like 23 week, 22 weeks yeah. like that really tiny and the guy seemed high and the mom was weeping and neither they I actually still like a picture I shot from there because they both just look dead that sounds awful but they it there's no veneer of it's gonna be okay right it's just like devastation and I had just, finished, I worked with a professional photographer that used to do a lot of street photography where it was totally unvarnished, really raw. And I thought like, this is what you're going through right oh. now. But it wasn't like super pretty, you know, people sometimes want these really like, oh, you know, these, is I don't it know. Is weird
1: to watch like the women and the men like fix their hair before these pictures? So or what or I've like discovered
2: that? is I fixed their hair because uh, most people never do. And then later on okay. the moms go, why didn't anybody tell me? They look like hell. It's like, well, because you just, your baby just your died. died. We figured we yeah. were going to give you a break on that one. But yeah. now that I've heard enough women say they don't like a picture because something was wrong, I always say, I'm going to just fix this for you really fast. And I'll brush their hair, smooth their hair, mm-hmm. or do something like that to make them look as good as you can. Because they're not thinking about it. But then right. later on, they're like, God, why didn't, because this is the one picture they have with that kid, right? Why didn't someone tell me Yeah, that my hair looked like shit? And anyway, what
1: I mean. is like of of all of them that you photographed and seen, and if this is an inappropriate question, just move on, obviously. But of all them that you've seen, what is like the you know on the moms like the biggest pair of tits you ever seen like, <laughs> you know, like here, here. well
2: they all have fresh milk oh yeah okay yeah pretty no. much everybody's massive
1: yeah yeah no but uh that's
2: boy you've sad about your baby it's you bad your tits suck what too <laughs> yeah well,
1: can you get a push-up bra yeah can um, you,
2: could you turn it up a little bit for this photo shoot
1: what are you uh um, large
2: tracts of land
1: what sticks out to you of the i would be so like you said a little judgmental of the parents and how people grieve it's always so weird how people yeah. grieve some people it is just weird bananas but has have any seemed happy or too energetic uh what, what
2: yeah is? well not too energetic but maybe people i think that's a grief thing too though where you haven't you haven't got it yet yeah i had a mom uh one uh, one was hungry wanted to have some snacks and she's like i really just need some i was like I just said, right. that, that's, and, and I like food, but that just kind of like <laughs> struck me as like, we just, we need to stop for some snacks. Is a snack? Yeah. We, we gonna have a power bar? Okay. Where do you
1: take the picture? I mean, is it in, in the, the room that it's delivered?
2: Yeah, it's usually in the hospital room or if the mom, the parents. So I like to take pictures of the baby by itself mm-hmm. and then it's nice to do it someplace else because you can move the baby with it. It's hard to with move the hands. baby without the moms and dads there because they're, I think you want to be really careful how you touch yes. them. But if you have to dress them, it's hard. If you dressed an infant, it's mm-hmm. hard to do. It's easier to do if... You just yes. dress it. So I like to get the baby ready by myself and then bring them in. Okay. But sometimes they don't ever want to have the baby leave their sight. So. Yeah. so I've done it in broom closets. I've done it in their room. I've done it in the hallway. It depends on where it's all gone down.
1: Have you had anywhere it's difficult where the, where the mom goes – like? does not want to give it up or goes into hysterics, anything, you know, just anything oh, yeah. like that that have really gutted you or.
2: Yeah, it's always, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm sure they're all gutting. They're all but gutting yeah. in a
2: different way. You know, everybody, there are people who you identify with more or you see this, people think, oh, I'd be friends with you. If we didn't meet right now, mm-hmm. I'd want to be your friend. And those people, I think, are really tough. And there's people who just seem like, oh, that's someone really separate from me. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, of course. That's someone, okay, I'm doing, and then it doesn't affect you as much. But, um, there's, I think the weird thing, I had told someone this story recently, is that uh, we had a little girl who was being extubated who had been alive for like five months or six months but had never um, had, had tubes in her since she was born. And so they decided to, it was at a Catholic hospital, to take her off the life support. And it was um, it was a Latino family, and they had a million relatives there. And we had a translator, and so we passed this baby around. But she'd never worn any clothes as long as she lived because she'd been in hospital gowns. So they had this big christening dress. So I put her in the dress, and they gave her to me for a second. I put in the dress, and I put her in the dress, and she probably had a seizure, uh, but she smiled. Like it, her the tip, the edges of her mouth turned up into a smile. And I grabbed my camera, and I got like four frames, and in two of them, I had a full-blown smile. And it was like, the, and then she died. It was the only smile she had on earth. And so it was like being able to show those parents, like you got this one thing from this baby it was just huge, you know. And then I, was, I remember thinking, like, I'm so glad I'm good at my job today. You yeah. know, because, like, you could yeah. you could suck and missed it. And that's, sure. I'm a really good shot that way. Like, I'm just oh, so I'm on it. So, yeah. It's,
1: and, and that...
2: That one is one of the. Right that was way.
1: just a happy thing to you to see that. Like, well, I mean, for me,
2: it was like so. You have this thing about life. Like, should mm-hmm. I be here? Did I make yeah. the right decision? I fucked my life up, right? Mm-hmm. Did I make the right decision? Oh, I think that, yeah. And I remember thinking at that moment, like, well, you were supposed to be here. Like, mm-hmm. you're at least were supposed to get to here.
1: In Cause that if, moment, though, yeah. Because right if anybody else
2: be. hadn't been here, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have bothered to put the dress on. Yeah. And they wouldn't have bothered to got that, and they would have missed it, and that right. would have sucked. So, there's that for me was a moment of like, it, it was bad, but it was almost like, oh, here's something positive you could do. And then I, I did get really depressed about it. I mean,
1: what, the do whole you, thing. what do you say to them when you go? So, of the 60, whatever, like, yeah. what percentage of them are you going in and meeting the parents who have just lo- had this incredible trauma? Almost That's all of them. Really? Yeah. Um, what do you say? This Obviously, you introduce it yourself. Depends. But, it depends.
2: Yeah. It depends really what's going on. Even
1: to say, like, this side, like, I say I've, that. Because
2: it's the truth.
1: People come in
2: and say like, "Oh, fucking! I can't bear in my life. God needed another angel. Oh fuck no! Oh, it's too pretty to live on earth."
1: Yeah, no, that's (laughs) that's fucking so much worse. I think. So I've yeah. I've I've had situation, and I can't think of anything specific, but I've had. Things where someone's had a trauma go through and I've said something like, stupid, this sucks. Yeah. Or and it just, it all feels inadequate and feels ridiculous, but I'm had not that judging. I had a discussion with just... a friend of
2: mine recently about, because he was saying sometimes I feel like words are inadequate and it cheapens your experience for me to talk about it. But at the same time, when you go through deep shit, it's really isolating. No one knows what to say.
1: Yeah. And everybody
2: no. sort of surrounds you with, a, with silence. So in some way, if you just call it and say this sucks shit. Like, at least they're almost relieved that somebody's going, hey, this really sucks because so many people around you are trying to pretend like it's going to be okay.
1: Yeah. Like, oh my God, this, yeah. Just or like, oh, goats. you know,
2: or tries to. Just so blows goats. Blows, blows goats. goats. So it depends Sorry. on what's going on. I try not to add emotional energy into the room. If there's already high energy you know, everybody's losing their shit. I try to come in the shit.
1: saddest person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <Just> hysterical. <laughs> Why How did you do this to me? Why am I, the I was photographer? I having such a good
2: night and now I'm going to focus on this dead baby. <laughs> Do
1: you know what I had to go through to get here?
2: There was traffic. I uh, <laughs> had to park. they are going to make me pay for parking. I'll never
0: forget that. Just on your knees with your mm-hmm. hands stretched up to
1: the sky. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. do that with furniture sometimes when someone's had a bad experience. For real, that's like a strategy. If they're crazy, you go over the top. Like you go, like God. it's <laughs> Like you truly, you take it away from them. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, see, I can, I can, uh. uh Compare the furniture game to just everything. about anything. Right. It's just yeah. the same deal, Dead really. babies are Yeah, it just doesn't matter of my comedy shows. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then obviously the uh, question is, everyone's life is really hard. Why take this on, Linda Ann?
2: Oh uh, well, because uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I feel like I I feel like lots of people can't do stuff like that, and I can do stuff like that. So if I mm-hmm. can do it, I should do it. Because because mm. they, they were so short of there were more people that needed it than photographers are willing to give it.
1: Yeah. And and, and
2: I understand why it's yes. it's exhausting and
1: what what sort of toll so have there ever been any that you broke down in the room so much where like you almost couldn't do it? I, I've to- cried
2: with people before, but I always yeah am able to do my job. There's no point in me being in there. There's no yes. point in a stra- inviting a stranger in who weeps with you and can't that do be... shit. Like, why are you here, you useless sack? <laughs> yeah. You just met us. So, Can you send so, this <laughs>
1: sad sack bitch out yeah, of the room, please? God. I don't really need this. I actually this. had
2: one lady tell me, she goes, I remember you were sweating a lot. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking, she's working really hard at this. Right. And so anyway, but uh, I, uh, I've cried with people because yeah. it's so awful and... But I always get my job done, and I try not to make no. I try, you know, tears. Yeah. But I don't do a Whoa, right, you know. right. I'm not. I do say that. You, for the you card. do like
1: a like a John Wayne cries or something yeah, like that. One, like it's yeah, tear, yeah, just stoic. Tear.
2: Usually, I try to stay pretty divided from what's happening until after I leave.
1: Yeah. What? Um, so I always just think. And then about,
2: sometimes the nurses let me hold live babies.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, like... Here. <laughs> cleanser? Here, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here, hold
2: but this. You're like... Some of them oh, work, too. Some live. Yeah. Some babies yeah. live. Absolutely. And you feel <laughs>
1: like, uh, what... So I always think about, it, like, when, it, when we have paramedics and stuff, yeah. I have a real embarrassment mechanism. And when you're in very intense situations, some people act weird, yeah. you know, or do things like I think of when they have a heart attack and they're laying in their underwear and a robe half open on the ground. Like, I would be embarrassed while it's happened I just yeah. know I would do you think and I've been embarrassed for people in situations yeah. where they're acting weird at a funeral sure. like, oh God. I get why but I'm embarrassed for them. do you have can you relate to that at all or not
2: yeah sure well I've had I was at, I didn't even finish that story I don't think earlier I was at a funeral for someone that a funeral for a baby that we photographed and the mom picked it up out of the coffin at the front and then just held it during the funeral in the seat I think everyone was like, Oh yeah. you're not supposed to do that. that but she is, she yeah. was like, This is the last time I get to hold my baby. You guys can kiss off and literally rocked and held the baby. This dead baby had been dead for two days now in front of it. And I remember thinking like I remember feeling at this uh, just how deep her pain must be. You know what I mean? Like, I felt yes. with her, but I also felt like I could feel the uncomfortableness of everyone in the room. And I also... So it was a, I'm a big feeler, so i it was tough to sit there because I, I could feel everyone being uncomfortable and I could feel how intense she was. And then they had to just wrench it out of her arms again, this this kid. Wrench it out of her arms? Pretty much, to put him in the coffin. The dad had to... Wow. She just didn't want to give that baby
1: up. So. so so as far as the toll on you... what? you know before you go in are you psyching yourself up in some oh way? Yeah. yeah yeah how yeah. do you get the call how does the process happen so
2: the nurse call well sometimes they know in advance maybe he's gonna not make it through the night and they'll try and give you a heads up because okay. we have an on-call schedule uh-huh. and you have a hospital coordinator so the hospital calls this one person and says okay we're going to need a photographer at this time here's the, as much detail as they can give you and then the coordinator will call whoever's on call and say okay we have a death at this hospital or this hospital and you need and this is what they think is going to happen or head as soon as you can. And so the goal is to answer calls within an hour of getting them like, you know, get. So when you're on call, you have your camera charged and ready to go by the door and you try not to make any plans. You know, can't go to the movies, can't go out. And yeah. do anything, You just stay at home. And
1: so. So I, and like, I have the
2: bad luck of every single time I was on call. I had a call and sometimes more than one.
1: So <laughs> we're in Minneapolis, obviously, right now. Mm-hmm. What like how many photographers would you imagine do that here?
2: Um, I've actually looked at the roster here, and they have about twenty-five or thirty active-duty ones. But wow. you know, when you have a baby, you have to quit because mm-hmm. nobody wants you to come photograph their dead baby if you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. That usually feels unfair, and this, and, and yeah. usually it's hard to do when you're.
0: Yeah, dead. That, I feel yeah. You get a lot of stares from the parents. Like, well, yeah. good your luck baby's with healthy. that. Yeah, you can't. It like... didn't end up well. So us, well. I don't know yeah. what you're
2: thinking, but. It actually makes me – it had made me very – when my friends got pregnant, I was white-knuckling it until they gave birth because oh, I feel I'm like su- – I'm sure it changes you know.
1: your outlook on what can ha- – I mean – Yeah. Whatever. almost makes you uh, like – It takes it the is joy have, out like, of it. Yeah. Most babies dread. I deal with are it's dead <laughs> yeah. Whatever, yeah. I have
2: a lot of dread. When people I really care about are pregnant, I feel dread about yes. if it's going to be okay. I feel dread and about And then everything. if it's not yeah. going to be okay, I'm going to get this call to go photograph my friend's kid that died. And I have photographed friends of friends, but no one that was actually my friend before their baby died.
1: So this is a a super dark question, but but I I mean I'm truly curious if has there ever been an issue with someone taking those photos and people are sick in the world? Like is there any like fetish thing like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean I don't really. know. you know what i mean well we
2: have people steal babies so have you heard this about that's on the right. internet where they steal the story or the picture and post it as their own story and try to get people to do like a gofundme or like mm. or they'll steal a story of a baby who was sick for a while and take all the pictures from like somebody's facebook and then make a fake baby right, and like
0: and catfishing people. yeah catfishing
2: because yeah. women have this obsession it was the thing that's like this feeling, people feeling sorry for them or whatever, and they'll steal mm-hmm. pictures. I have had heard about that. Oh. People steal pictures of their dead kid.
1: What? um So I, I actually but had a book. As far as,
2: book. as sex, I don't think came. Well, anyone's oh, doing that? Would you be if shocked, shocked if someone who jacks so, off to I would, pictures a, yeah, I guess I shouldn't be shocked, right?
1: right. Yeah, that I wouldn't be at this point. Special
2: kind of weirdo. I,
1: I mean, so I had a, I actually had a book. A antique book with, like, the little metal yeah. pictures of yeah. dead babies. Yeah, that's the Did thing. Did I tell you that, well, that
2: that's, No, but that's been okay. a thing where they, they used to prop up babies and yeah. take a picture of them. their death portraits. It's very dark. For the same They're that very, if your like, family didn't even live nearby, you'd never see that kid.
0: Yeah, And I found kids it died it. a lot in childhood.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah. I feel so. like, isn't it, like, I feel like seeing a picture of a dead baby would be more awkward than... You think it'd be a turn-off? No, i was saying, like, oh. it wouldn't be, like, I've, if, if, if a <laughs> well, family member, like, if I had a cousin that died as a baby, like, I wouldn't want to... See a dead baby. That's yeah. our culture. I mean Well that's,
2: but people, that's that's totally a part of your culture. But people frame them and hang them in the house and I've had uh Right. Uh, the thing that so babies have if they die in utero their lips turn really dark. And they're just things you don't know. So I've had people say like they put lipstick on the baby and I was like, No, that's just what dead babies look like. Like people yeah. just don't know 'cause I like
1: to like, you know, keep it positive. So I just don't really
2: You don't put lipstick on the baby? nah just no, I'm
1: <laughs> saying I don't have like pictures of dead babies <laughs> to right. be honest. You know, keep it positive. Yeah, and if I have a
0: picture of a dead baby, I put, like, a cowboy hat. He's, like, riding, like, a little Would you horse. We do give him props. Do you do novelty? We do a little. No. no? <laughs> mm.
2: But you do have people say, them can we do him in this outfit? <laughs> and you're like, this is not. No, I'm not doing that.
1: No, that's not funny. Uh, it's so weird. Like, honestly, obviously making a lot of horrible jokes about this. Yeah, they're horrible. I can't allow myself. <laughs> to feel bad? To feel it. Oh, it's, it's dirt. It's, yeah, so I ended up. Uh, I have a three-month-old baby at home. It's yeah. Just, you can't believe it. 18 months why why were you called in for that like what was oh, that, that situation? was that baby
2: was the external artificial heart
1: oh my god and they'd that been one.
2: that baby that kid had been in the hospital for the sad part about that one was the parents were so removed from reality that the nurses were more because uh, my the kid's impression heart was, was his body. the nurses were more attached to that kid than the family was okay and that that was a to be very honest with you, that was one of the most graphic ones ever because the baby almost exsanguinated out of one arm, like all, lost almost all of its blood.
1: Exsanguinated means all, lost all its blood. So
0: after. Yeah, I was here for the beginning part of the podcast. There you go. Anyway. What? So, you say ex- okay. No, I said extivated. Oh, sorry. Us. Anyway, excavated. they yeah. lost almost mm-hmm.
2: all the blood. They bled out essentially out of one arm. and was like just a mess. And then the nurse, uh, the nurse that I really, it was a really handsome male nurse actually. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he like wrapped up the baby and turned to the dad and said, here's your boy and i remember thinking like oh and so i'd help them clean him up and put we had baby was basically wrapped in plastic because he couldn't stop bleeding and we wrapped him in blankets and we handed him so they didn't see any of that but we make them look as nice as we can for the parents
0: and with with the like the baby had been in whatever in that condition for 18 months did they call you because like right away and say like, hey we don't think he's gonna make it that long and so essentially your company is waiting for that one baby to die
2: yeah so uh, sometimes we don't do that but i mean since we don't have we don't keep tabs on people because of hipaa but they'll say like hey this baby's not gonna live and we'll come photograph him and then i've had one baby that i photographed lived and i remember saying yeah because they i don't know what was wrong with him but he's they're still facebook friends of mine and i'm i feel bad because in that session i asked them i said should we lift him up and hold him and they went we don't know if we can move him and i've said something to the lines of like well this is if you want a picture with them, pick. Hi, I the was thinking, shot. like, this yeah. is your deal. like so, And they kind of looked at me, like, so they picked him up and moved him, but that kid lived. So now I feel like I was kind of like, well, this is your one moment. His, like, God. <laughs> he, <died. laughs>
1: he made his blood And then moved, I said, and then
2: I came back with a, with a CD, and she was still at the hospital. And I said, well, if you need, I remember this, too, because I, I feel like a jerk kind of later. So said, well, usually we do one for the funeral, and it usually happens right after we shoot it. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, if you need something for the funeral, let me know. And she just looked at me like, there's not going to be a funeral. And I'm being, do we not? Did we have the same? (laughs) I only come for the bad stuff. Like, what's, what's going on in your. So I don't know if it was one of those where they thought.
1: Just, they weren't know. in touch with reality yet, do you think? Or Maybe, just, but okay. the kid's
2: still alive. He's like or just five did. or six now. He's in a wheelchair. Do you think you might have just
1: walked into the wrong room? <laughs> I have that <laughs> feeling too
2: sometimes. Yeah. I will tell you, there's been some pastors that look like they walked in the wrong room. The one guy, the nurse and I almost fucking killed. He walked in and he went, oh, okay, so what's his kid's name? And I'm like, oh. It's just one job to like walk in and say, I'm here to baptize Susie. And he walked in going, who are we? What are you? And he was like, such a he douche. He puts out his
1: cigarette. And I, think, oh. I, I think the... Here's your boy, for some reason, is, like, particularly gutting me. to me. It that killed sound, me. That just...
2: When he said that, and he said it in the most tender tone, I remember thinking... I'll never forget that. That was those moments where I remember thinking, like, oh,
1: That's so... And he'd
2: cared... That nurse had cared for that kid on every shift for yeah. months. Ugh. Oh. You know? And then they finally had to give up on him. And it was just really tough.
1: And I don't know, as a dad, how you separate... You know, like, I, I don't know, as a parent, you... It's like your failure almost. Or you, I'm not saying yeah, that, no, but you know what yeah, I mean, feeling sure, that. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah.
2: I, think, I think men want to fix everything, yes. right? So if your kid's unfixable. And it's your boy. Yeah. It's an
1: extension. Oh, yeah. God, I can pray right yeah. That
2: one was bad, and I'm trying to think of the, the other one was that was really bad was I had a four-year-old little older sister, uh-huh. and she was asking a lot of questions, and no one was answering her. Oh. And so I just started answering her because it was killing me. She said, like, will he go to heaven? And I'm, I'm not... Gonna step on their religious views. So I'm just being quiet. That's a smart and move
1: on that one. Nobody
2: <laughs> is talking.
1: No. One. And it's
2: just like, is anybody? It's like, is my brother gonna be in heaven? And I'm like, yep, he's going to heaven. I'm like, right. Fuck you. You guys can't answer. I'm yeah. going. Like, I'm gonna answer. She's like, well, will he have a birthday cake today? Cause it's his birthday. And I went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, what? What are you? How are we not? You know yeah. she's gonna be here and and then she said uh, well what number will be on his cake and i'm like god damn it that's a really good question
1: <laughs> yeah I oh her like
2: god. probably a zero i don't know what are yeah. doing here somebody jump
1: in like, point that's what we'll she, li- yeah. she
2: literally hit my where i was like and now i know why no one's answering this kid's questions
0: <laughs> like,
1: what um so are you you are religious yeah yeah how has it changed your view or affected your view at all on death or I life after death anything I
2: I, so I grew up Southern Baptist, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's—I don't think people in the southeast corner of the United States in the latter part of the 20th century have the handle on the entire universe. So I'm mm-hmm. not really like not like strong into those rules. So okay. I don't know. It, it did make me uh, feel a lot like why I remember—I th- remember saying more than one time, why would God bring you this close to your dream and then snatch it from you? Like, yeah. how cruel is it in the universe that you get to be yeah. moments from it's all part your of kid, God's plan? And, yeah that that's yeah. why i have something about i detest that when people say yeah. that like or oh, god never gives you more than you can handle and i'm like really mm-hmm. you think he went like hey you're doing pretty good let's fuck up your life you said that's a that's
1: you've a, that's been a, a, you've a, been a nice guy bitch. let's yeah. shit you on your handle a yeah. dead baby
2: yeah that's i don't think anyone would no that just seems so no fucked point. up yeah exactly so I, people don't know what to say so they say stupid things how
1: long does it take you to shake it off
2: I know oh, I I'm know, sure parts
1: of it question. are always with you but I mean
2: when I was actively I'm not actively doing it anymore because I had a kid and then I was breastfeeding the kid and I was you know I, was, I couldn't I couldn't be on call with having an infant to take care of I just I couldn't find someone to watch the kid with 30 minutes notice for me to go be gone for hours photographing another dead baby so so no anyway with
1: postpartum should be going that uh, too yeah yeah that to too because then
2: I'm really gonna walk in going ah. oh my god um yeah. But I don't know. Some, some of them were easier to shake than others, but they were always really tough. I think I think my my friends commented that they noticed that my personality changed a lot or that I was not as happy as I used to be and I would be grumpy and pissy for, you know, no apparent reason.
1: Yeah, but you were probably just ridiculously over the top at that point. This is a healthy... Uh, <laughs> no. What do you think it has made you more sensitive or less sensitive? I think that it's made kind of me stuff. better
2: in a crisis and it's made me a better friend when you're going through pain. Yeah. I don't think I understood how bad things could suck for people and what's helpful and not helpful to say. And I've always been really good when shit goes sideways, but I think it's made me even better about compartmentalizing. If if, if something really bad happens and shit's got to get done, I'm yeah. really good at getting shit done. Yeah. And not having emotions after it's over. And then okay. I'll have that adrenaline rush and the whole weepy shit. But if something... like you know, when I yeah. was a teenager, I worked at a theme park and a little kid got their finger cut off in a gate. And I, like, grabbed the kid grabbed the finger and ran and was like, here's the kid, here's the finger. And they were all like, wow. And I'm like, so I figured out then that I was good at mm-hmm. when, when you need to be that way. I was the good that way. But
1: hmm. any, um, I don't know. I don't know. Or I've also it,
2: built some wells. How's that? Because I thought I can't save those dead babies, but I can save some other make kids. Make wells so. for them
1: to fall down? Yeah, exactly. Jesus, Which, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Somebody was like, why buy him a well? Just get him a sink. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, I built some wells in Africa as a way to, like, try and, because those babies you can save. But like... you're
1: doing a good thing. Why are you? <laughs> well, because
2: kids, I don't know. <laughs> you guess... don't
1: have to compensate for doing a good thing I already. Yeah. I guess I saw it. So like... now you're really just well, bragging
0: more, so, yeah, about no, more good stuff. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. No, no it you it like you results just can't in, like, a positive, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, agree. right. It
2: was trying to think, like, okay, those babies I can't save, but there's kids you can do something about. So let's try and do more good for kids that are going to live in a weird way.
1: Will you do it again in your life? Like when maybe. maybe, maybe.
2: I, now that I'm away out of it, I do see that it was really hard, and I think it was hard on my family and friends to deal with me. Yeah. After that, <laughs> so. it's a bu- it's
1: a beautiful thing to do, and, and it's 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 really incredible, and it's a big part of the show is like to know that people are going around and doing that kind of stuff yeah. all the time and then i am getting phone calls from people who are mad about their sofa's not on time and it's just like <laughs> that is the that fuck is, is, is the okay i, I did
2: lose it one day cuz right after the one legged baby thing happened mm-hmm. somebody asked me at work if i could handle something like oh can you handle that and i went, Handle this? Really? I had a fucking like, and I like literally like had a baby with a baby and then an extra leg. I can yeah. fucking handle your shit. And they were like, "Oh my so god." So the answer is no. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. Right. But I remember thinking like, "God, this is so nothing."
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing what people bear, you know, and what they walk around with, and yeah. And I think it's it's uh, it is pretty amazing that that you did that and uh, you're. Good person. Yeah, sure. And a um, nice set of tits on you, too. Thanks, Thanks for, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> do that every show. Um, no, it's not sexual harassment. Hey, wait. It's, it's art when we're on <laughs> it here. It felt
2: good until you told me to do yeah. it every time. No, I
1: don't do it every time. That's a lot. When they're male guests, you I know. I was covering up. Yep. Okay, yeah. um, thank you very much for, Thanks for the having the Is there anything we missed? Like anything?
2: I think you got all the main... But the thing, too, is that uh, everybody's grief's different. Sometimes you don't understand why anybody would want pictures of their kid.
1: Yeah. But... No, I do. I, I mean, I yeah. I do understand. But I also that. tell them,
2: it's too, like, you know, get them because then if you don't ever want to look at them, you don't ever have to. But if right. you wanted to, then you have them because if you don't get them, you don't have anything.
1: Yeah. And I would apologize for all the crass jokes in the beginning, but it's no okay. one who would process. actually be offended by them would still be listening right. at this That's point true. anyway. That is very so, true. Yeah. Your,
2: your readers are hard. Our listeners are hard.
1: Yes. Yeah. And and I it, it really is just I – I don't know. It's just too fucking –
0: Defense Sad. mechanism. Yeah. When you take these pictures and you're editing them, you're doing them all like at your own personal computer. Have you ever had somebody that didn't know you yes. did this and they stumble across yes. the pictures? Yes. I think you're the biggest baby killer right. on the planet. Like we have a serial murderer. Mm-hmm. On or our people
2: hands. who borrow your computer, or who I've processed them at work before because I needed to get something done in order for a funeral, and somebody. Or like you have to print something, so you run to the printer, <laughs> try and get there before somebody else does. And like, ah. So yeah, I've done a couple of, them. or or getting them. You know, sometimes if some some baby, it has to be turned around really fast. I've actually printed one at Target, to frame, just because mm-hmm. you need it in an hour. And then you have to call the lady and say, okay, so what's about to happen? i like, right. just, yeah. just, Stick it in the envelope and let's not talk. And then people look at you like,
1: ah. Do you still so, have all the photos? I do. I'll have to show um, you some. Yeah, I, I mean, I would like to see some in a very weird way, and yeah, I really see a big um, opportunity for some branded content. For the show. <laughs> no I'm way, just, I'm fucking joke. So eight by twelve <laughs> Yeah, prints. exactly. I mean, I mean, I'll sign them. And, we do a you know. calendar. <laughs> yeah, Miss March. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's terrible. Miss Carriage March. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> <Okay. It's> horrible, <gasps> horrible. <laughs> okay. I know, but no, That's it's so uh, terrible. it is uh, whatever. It's so fucking sad. It's yeah. so sad. So. Uh, better you than me. Thank, I'm not tough enough.
0: Not tough enough. No, not even close. So. Do you look at it as an art form, like? Well, I definitely don't want them picture, to. Picture like the yeah.
2: But if it's over making them uncomfortable or taking a better picture, I will always pick making them comfortable. Versus, I'm not yeah. trying to. I never push anybody to, because I think it would be so much better if you could, you know, they've been through such hell. Is that's that's one- why it's nice to photograph the baby by themselves because you can just do whatever you need to do.
1: Mm-hmm. What's the most people you've ever seen in a picture around a dead baby? Like, like 20. Really?
2: Yeah. There's a pile in there. That's it's strange. odd. That's strange. But it's if, also people who family culturally are mm-hmm. really enmeshed in each other's lives. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah, she's
0: <laughs> nodding, yeah. <laughs> she's,
2: yeah. And is yeah. It
0: like, are they all like, I'm guessing most of them look sad? Do people I, smile every, in every these pictures? Every
2: once in a while you'll get, like the great Aunt Susie didn't get the memo that it's dead baby day, and she's like, what? ah! And you're like, what are you... And then, and then it feels weird to... Do,
1: have I've, you ever had someone try to be, like a dad, try to be funny? No. Like as a weird, no. you know, thing like, situation. oh, it's a ghost, baby. No. I don't know. Something like, <laughs> something really inappropriate. I have just never to...
2: had, I think a dad would just get a swift kick in the neck. Oh, for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a dad that's not, because they're in it, you know what I mean? They're not, oh. even, they're not even remotely hey. removed. Yeah. Uh, the
1: only reason I even ask that is truly because grief is so bad Oh, you know what? It's that's actually a lie. People.
2: That's totally a lie. I... I do have friends, and I lied about something else. I do have friends that called me when their kid died. And I've just, they've since then have divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my brain just put them in a different category. But they had a baby and it was very early and had severe anomalies. And she had him on the toilet. <laughs> like she thought she was uh-huh. going to the bathroom and had the baby. And so, yeah, and so I came to the hospital, and he actually – the dad said later, I can't tell you how great it was to have you there because you actually made us laugh before you left. Like, we got to a point where yeah, it was
1: – It gets so – Yeah, because it yeah. is so
2: gallows humor. Mm-hmm. I forgot about them, and the two of them had said later on that it was actually a relief because everybody was so – but I don't – I wouldn't do that if anybody didn't know probably. or You'd have to just really read the room. And that that would be a
1: hell of a read. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. thinking, like,
2: she was – the mom was mortified that she'd given birth – and had In the toilet. And she thought, oh, I was just pooping. <laughs> like, yeah. I forgot what I... I don't even remember what I said, but apparently it, it worked. And Right. Well, she probably I, did you
1: know. poop, too, most child birthing I, yeah. process. <laughs> it was a, that
2: was a tough babe. Yeah. Luckily, it feels one. like most most babies, no matter what anomalies they're born with, their hands and feet usually look really good. So oh, great. you usually can get hands and feet. Well, no, but you usually can get one shot that they look like... Okay. Not like a... A sad baby that you could hang and you would you would not know that something was really wrong with that baby. And that is kind of a gift. You know, you could see little yes. feet and you go, Oh, that was it. And you could show someone a picture and you could show them feet and not their skull missing or their uh, lips are bleeding or whatever that is. You know? How about
1: the brain open, you know, that's when the tough. brain was like yes. how do you fo- you yeah, like have a soup ladle or a- <laughs>
2: hats. You just pull a hat
1: down. You pull a hat down. A
2: okay. lot of times you do a hat and you oh, try my to goodness. it's that's a really tough one. And it's really tough to know. Because there's scientific shots and there's artsy shots. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people would like a scientific shot just for a... So I usually... Yeah. So it depends.
1: Is there any that you're, like, secretly, like, very proud of artistically? Yeah. Yeah?
2: Sure. Well, anytime you get... Well. I mean,
1: they're like, you wish you could almost, like, have in your portfolio, for instance, but... Or do the you? The one of
2: the babies smiling is really precious to me because yeah. it's so, like...
1: I don't know if I take it that way. I, I don't know why, but yeah. when you said that, it just it almost felt sadder to me.
2: Well, yeah, but I guess for me it was like, because you stress you, you stress out about you shit all the, the time. Moment. Yeah, yeah. do well, you think like, and for me it was like, ah, you're good at you're good at this. You're not letting yourself get too over emotional, and you're performing admirably. And you're how involved,
1: hard to even you know? be good at that? In a way where it's like, you know, you are proud at it. You did something good. Yeah. But it's this.
2: Well, right. You know? Yeah. Well, you definitely it's can't. It's like being good at... Well, I feel I feel the uncomfortableness in the room. <laughs> when you talk
1: about it, people are like, eh, great, you shot a picture of a dead, that's fantastic. No. I gotta know. So I like- get it. It's like being fucking being a comedian. Sometimes you write some stupid joke that you're really proud of but you can't turn to someone and go, isn't that really yeah. great? Yeah. Uh, my yeah. shit so, story is really great. So good. Yeah. The
2: hemorrhoid joke is yeah. really killing these Exactly. Days. No, yeah. I don't know. The, the, as far as in a portfolio, probably not. Right. but There's some pretty feet pictures where it, sometimes the nice thing about parents' hands is you keep your hands your whole life for size. And then when you have a picture of your baby's feet in your hands, you can remember exactly how small they were because you could just look at your hand and go, they fit right here. Yeah. You know? And so that that's a thing where when you take a picture of a child in the parents' hands, you know that yeah. you've given them something that they can really, it's something concrete they can go back to.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: I like things like that.
1: Well, that's really, it is really great what you do. So uh, I'm ex- impressed with you as me. a person. No, thank you. Thank you for doing it for real. So um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, if, uh, boy, there's not even a joke to make. All right, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, have a good night. Bye. Bye.
0: All right, and that was this week's episode with the dead baby photographer. If you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, that means you made it through some gruesome stories and really heartbreaking stories, and we appreciate her being able to come on and really talk about some dark content and have a little fun along the way as well. Also shout out again to Damien and Kevin who helped us build the studio, get all the equipment and really have been nothing but great to us uh, here as we moved in. It's been a long process, but we're thankful that they've stuck by our side and we've got it finally all completed. As always, thanks to you guys, the listeners, you guys are family. You guys have allowed us to reach the pinnacle of podcast fame which is the City Pages Best Comedy Podcast. And as well, we've got our Patreon page starting up. We're going to have bonus content. We're going to be hosting best of moment shows where we will have the best of, obviously, a Profession Confession that you guys will be a live fan show where fans can call in, tweet us, all of that, and be interact with us live as we're going over some of the best moments and your guys' favorite moments. And we'll also be doing a Get to Know Profession Confession where we get to know all the co-hosts, um, as well as myself we'll have that'll all be on patreon. We've got some animated content coming up, full video episodes really take this podcast to the next level and so stay tuned keep keep with us. we're gonna get back on our regular podcast schedule so we'll be giving you guys these episodes out every week um, and hopefully be bumping it up to a couple more per week based on our um, patreon. but right now on patreon again we're gonna have so much bonus content. And we will be putting up right now, I think the episodes that are up there, we have a bellboy who was worked in Arizona, has a, great, a lot of great celebrity stories. We've got an ex-NFL player who played in the 70s with the Jets and the Vikings. That episode's up there. That's a little bit of a shorter one. And we've got a pimp, a Las Vegas pimp, a young man that we did one of our first episodes. And all of these are episodes we've done earlier. They're all archived episodes that we just hadn't gotten around to release. We figured we would put them up on our Patreon page. And for you guys to enjoy, let us know what you think. But, yeah, you can always go to Patreon and sign up, subscribe, donate, all of that. We've got merch that will be up on Patreon as well coming up very soon. So we've got a lot of things that we're looking to work on, and we hope you guys like it. So until next week, peace.